Welcome to the world of Thea, a wondrous and imaginary place where tall ships, magic and adventure, calls to the hearts of many brave women and men such as yourselves. Whether you've come seeking profit, fame, titles, or perhaps even glory for the nations you've chosen to serve, one thing is certain, the more you risk, the greater will be your reward. We send you now to join with your new crew aboard the Seraphim. She's a proud ship, with a stout captain and a strong crew. And even though this be her maiden voyage, your mission is so important that news of it has already begun to spread across the seas. So sharpen your cutlass, prime your muskets, and ready yourselves for the journey of a lifetime. The tides be right, and it's time we were away. Welcome back to 7th Sea. Uh, this is The Secrets of the Seraphim, brought to you by the Board of College. I'm Raz. And I am the, uh, yeah, I'm the GM of this game and we're super excited to have everybody here again. We are one player short, but that's okay because when we last left off, we were, we were one player short anyway. Uh, our team had left uh, Bristol. It was April 2nd and on April 8th, they came across the HMS, Pel the, uh, HMS Pelican, one of the ships of Avalon, a ship of the line, a 36 gun monster that their captain appeared to be wounded. And when they asked for his gunner to be relinquished over to the Seraphim to continue on their way as they were given orders and instructions to do, the captain gave an evil maniacal laugh and told them no, but he'd be willing to let Ezra York, the master gunner that they need aboard the Seraphim to continue their journey. He would allow them to join their crew if they would help him find the mysterious Montaigne pirate known as Jacques Le Petit Buffet. And to do that, they needed to head to La the island of Labuka, which was an old prison about 15 years ago and has since had a riot, rebelled, and has become its own nation of the Buccaneer Brotherhood. So that is where we are heading. We are um, closing in on Labuka. That's where we'll start our journey tonight. And uh, how are we doing tonight, crew? Everybody okay? Trying to do okay. Trying, trying to recover after uh, ramming the pelican. I'm fantastic. Whoa, whoa. Oh, what? That is that is a sentence, but um, uh, I'm going to follow uh, that $20 up. $20 is $20. Do some damage. The Bardic oh. College does not in any way imply that we should be sexually abusive to animals of any <laughs> I mean, yeah. Whoa, we whoa. <laughs> the, the local avian <laughs> population, we don't yeah. condone that. Well, actually, uh, oh, we're, we're harmed in the making of this podcast. Alyssa, could you do that again with that singing voice? The avian population. <laughs> we don't They're all okay. We don't condone the violence against the avian population. You are you're pulling in about six hours outside of uh, Labuka. Ship activity is you're, you've seen eight or nine vessels in the last you know twelve hours. All you know one all of them either speeding towards maybe one or two speeding away. Um, you know, you're in the coast, you're coming up on the waters of Labuka and it is a very, very busy, uh, set of islands looking at the map, uh, for our listeners, Labuka, as we approach it is, an, is actually three islands with shoals that connect them to make it look like an S, uh, the, the, um, at low tide, you can walk across the shoals, making your way from the north, middle, or to the southern island. However, at high tide, there are bridges that are protected, rope bridges that are made and, and um, monitored. So 
sneaky, sneaky, not so much at high tide if you're patient or if you can wait. Sneaky, sneaky happens at low tide when you can use the shoals and go around the bridges and get away some other ways. So just something to keep in mind. It is a fairly populated island, probably about 20, 25,000 inhabitants. There is um, a lot of ship activity that goes in and out. The northern port called Sunrise Haven holds about 20 berths for larger size ships. And then the Sunset Haven can hold about 40 smaller vessels. And that's where some other people tend to go. So we're going to catch up with our crew, with our, our ship, the Seraphim. She is gliding along, not with all of her canvas up because she's too fast, but she's gliding along beside the Pelican. And uh, anything you guys want to do before you get there, it's a few hours away. Uh, you should be sighting them sometime at about 4 p.m. You should be sighting land. Um, real quick, uh, I don't know if the Vestin Guild has gone this far, or actually Vendel Guild, forgive me, but have they? Like, Yes. I'm, okay, then. Um, I would let the captain know that I've got friends there in case we need, like, fast contacts or fast friends for a quick getaway. Appreciate that knowledge, Annika. No problem. Annika, the contact you're t- that you need to, uh, reach out to is they're a brother and sister team from Vestin Menavenyar. Ooh, oh, oh, they're my kin. Nice. So Uwe and Greta Lehman. So we'll have to put things in Lehman's terms for them. Bingo. Wow. Wow. Uh, You took, you took their business names and just twisted it on their heads, but you know, that's not their true names. So. Isabel, um, Edmundo comes on deck. And he's like, I am being told by the pig cook that we are near Labuka. Is this true? The island of such ignominy and shame. Is this true? See, si, Niamor, we are near Labuka. So he says, so it is true we are going, we are going to this shameful place. Uh, See, si, it should be a most excellent time. Captain Shoreleaf, please. Um, of course. <laughs> we'll be here for the better part of a day, at least. Shoreleaf. He says, I must go downstairs and dress. So he, he he's obviously very excited to go on someplace this is, that's... This is fantastic. Um, I am wearing one of my better hats. Not the best one. Okay. One of my better hats. Excellent. Mm-hmm. All right. Huge gold feather. Isabel, please make sure Edmundo knows that he cannot bring another stove onto the ship. There's no place to fit another stove. I know that, and you know that. I don't think he cares. Well, I I have ways of dealing with him. Don't don't you worry. He has he's cooked you many a fine dinner these past week. No, he has. He just I keep hearing him complain about wanting his own stove, and I worry that he's going to go try and procure one. Alyssa, what did you have? I just wanted to check, since we hit um, the Pelican, I just want to mm-hmm. go down and check to see if there's any internal damage, like if there's any holes, if anything got smacked out of place. I just want to take um, into account the damages and what mm-hmm. I need the crew to repair and if I need to acquire anything that we might not have. There's, there was some boards, a planking that, you know, definitely took a shot, 
but no, there was no water leak. There was, no, I mean, one hull of damage is not going to be enough. At three, you'll start taking water. At five, you'll start pumping water, or you'll start to have a problem. And at si- like seven, you're you're starting to go down. Okay. So yeah, that's hull damage. So the ship has two sets of hit points. She's going to have a hull and rigging. Without rigging, you don't move. Without the hull, you die. So the the point being, you have one point of hull damage. But uh, the captain is also good at fixing certain things with some of his abilities. But for one hull point, it's probably just worth letting the carpenter throw, you know, repair some boards while you're in dock. Yeah, yeah with it taking a hero point for me to do that, that's not worth it. Oh yeah, no, yeah. that's what yeah. I just wanted to know, just what the damage was, and then I would fetch the carpenter and his assistants and just say, I want this done as we're making our way onto Labuka. It needs to be finished before we make our grand escape. Okay, he tells you that, you know, the fortunately the hit was higher than, you know, than the, the waterline. He, you know, he popped it up about four or five feet off the waterline, but it's still going to take some time. Um, as long as you can give me a day, you know, I should be able to get the boards replaced. I will do my best, but be prepared in case we need to make a getaway. I don't know if you saw the other captain, but he doesn't exactly have all of his boards secured in his head, if you... He Follow took, he took some damage to the crow's nest, as yes. it were. <laughs> he says, carpentry metaphor. Thank you, man. Very nice. I figured you would like it. But yes, I All will right. give you the day if, if we can. Excellent. All right. So yeah, no worries. Um, the message comes across. Uh, she she gets fairly close to you, probably within you know, 20, 30 yards, which even for sailing is a little bit dangerous. You don't want to do it with bigger ships like that, but... Uh, it was only for a few moments, and he says, "Captain, can Hi, you Captain. hear me? Hi, Captain, uh, I can hear you. Can't bring a ship of the line into Labuka. Go and find anything you can about the whereabouts of Buffet. Meet me on the northern side of the island, and then we'll hunt the bastard." Sounds like a perfect plan, Captain. Get you some rest. I tap. I tap our captain on the shoulder. How do we know he's not just going to sail away? I mean, he needs information on Labuka and or Labouf, and the only person, the only place we can find that information is here. He needs us at the moment. He thinks he needs us. He believes he needs us. And we are going to trust this crazy man? I mean, do you want to try and board the ship and take the gunner by force? I really uh, don't. No, no, I, I don't think that is the best idea, but maybe... I don't know. You hear in I... stories about rivals swapping um, hostages. That is true, but Ezra is not a hostage. He's a crewmate. I'm not saying him. I'm saying, like, give us someone, we give you someone, and then we come back in a few days. Well, that would show that we don't trust him, and we want to at least, we want him to believe that we trust him. Unfortunately, we don't have a better option right now. We can't take him by force, so we have to play along with his windmill hunt for now. All right. I I voiced my opinion. I, I leave the ship in your most capable hands. I appreciate it. Look on the bright side. We'll be here for the better part of a day. You and Edmund can try and resupply. I believe Annika has some things to do, and as well as Elisa. 
Eliza, excuse me. Annika, you there are other ways of getting onto that ship. If if he he's gonna <clears throat> he indicates so the captain indicates um Denner uh Denner indicates that he's gonna s- sit off the coast, the northern coast of Port Sacred, about two miles offshore, which would put him out of battery range and not make the Labukans feel overly threatened. However, there's a ship of the line in their waters, and he wants to stay away from the bays where the where the, the ships come in and out to sail, but it's also like he's watching for someone. Which he is in his head, right? Yeah. You could if you think this is a better action or you want to bring it up to the captain, you could swim out there, climb into the Pelican during the night when it's quiet and try to sneak Ezra off while they play the ruse. But it would be a real stealthy type of, you know, sneaky, sneaky mission. And it could be very dangerous if you get caught. You know, the captain may be, you know, obviously be angry. And hearing the way Captain Smythe is talking, do you prefer, do you agree that go in, you know, make nice in the port for a day, get the ship fixed, sail back out there and then get close to the captain and then try something to get Ezra off. Or do you want to, do you think maybe there's a sneaky action you want to try? No, because, and do you want to know why? Uh, You're not sneaky. I'm not a sneaky girl. Like, give that to somebody else who's got the, who's got the chops. No, but you, you know of, you're a raiding nation. So you know that to raid a ship doesn't always mean that you just, jump on it in bright daylight and beat the hell out of one another. Sometimes it's night actions. Sometimes it's sneaky. Um, You might not be the right person for it, but your background would tell me that you would know that, you know, boarding a ship under the cover of darkness is sometimes easier, especially a ship of that size is sometimes easier than just trying to deal with it in open daylight. But right now the captain's plan stands. Nobody else has any ideas or wants to try something sneaky. We move forward. You get about, you get within about a half a mile, uh, Captain, and well, the other ship, the the Pelican, has already veered off, heading to the north coast, as she said, and um, she is definitely dropping sails. So she's only going into that area because of the waterline and everything. She's going in at about three knots. So best best speed, she was only pulling about six. So he's got half the sheets on. It definitely looks like he's planning on stopping that ship and slowing down. You know, slowing down, stopping. All of a sudden, out from port. You see uh, a boat with about 10 men rowing, coming towards you. And you hear, Ahoy there! Uh, or I go to the side of the ship that they're on and call out to them. Nadia Blackthorn, pilot, permission to come aboard and bring you in. Can you not just lead us in? Nope. Fair enough. So we're... She's coming come aboard on now. And, come aboard in good faith and you won't be harmed. Captain, what I'll do is, if we could, let's uh, lower your mat, your sails down to about just the main sail and one of the, the braces off, you know, and she gives you the, what she wants. A little head appears over the side. Can I come on too? She's like, yes, of course. Captain, my younger brother, we shite. Your younger brother who? We shite. Okay, I thought so. Um, is this, what region of the world is, is this name from? I don't recognize the dialect. Also, is that one or two words? We shite? It's one word? Oh. My father named him that, um, well, yes, gave, called him. It's, um, 
he's just known around all of Labuka this way. We, we should go Fair enough. to the front of the... Call out when you see the shows. Does it mean something? They're Avalonian. She says, uh, by birth, Avalonian, but my father brought us here. Well, my father's job brought us here. Well, my father is a rest hit brought us here, and then um, we all just kind of settled. So yeah, my father, it was his business, oh. but it was because he was arrested. But that's, it's okay. Hey. So what are you carrying? What kind of goods? It'll depend on what port I, I sail us to. I look to Elisa and wait for her to answer. Um, we are carrying supplies, just general supplies for our ship, food, fresh water, um, repair supplies, and ammo. We don't have anything else. Besides, we are are traveling with the Vestin merchant who's currently disrobing gentlemen in the back. Very quiet, secretive, the Vestin type, yes? Yes. Um, so she's carrying goods as well. And Mel, you have good, you have uh, Avalonian goods that you can use in trade and stuff. Yeah, uh, that's that... what I have. That's what I was talking about when I said we have the supplies, the fresh water, the food. We have all that. Yeah, but you have like, you have like, um, linens and, mm -hmm. and other things that they can use. Okay. So she says, and, oh, I see you fly uh, the colors of Queen Elaine. Then I think it's probably best to bring you to Sunrise. Sunrise I was thinking be the same thing, Miss Blackthorn. Thank you. The, uh, she takes the wheel and spins it a couple, you know, starts getting the ship righted. Uh, you guys make the, the sails. Annika comes up and drops a pair of pants at your feet, Captain, uh, and just says that, uh, that he's not allowed pants for the next uh, six hours. Fails again. We take the shirt. <laughs> Understandable. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Annika. We shed's like, sure. She's like, thank you. She turns the boat again. She says, so when we dock, there'll be two men who will approach. You're going to be talking to Carlos uh, Peldiger. He is of the Finn, and the Finn is going to go over what's in your holds, talk to you about how long you're staying. Just fill out a couple forms. There's a small docking fee. That'll all be taken care of. And then from the tentacle, you're going to be uh, spoken to by Renee Yasger. And she is going to just make sure that if you need any stalls set up, anything from Labuka, whatever you're going to trade, we just, there's some customs, some things you need to know and what zones, you know, where to stay, where not to stay, what's the best place to have food. She'll go over all that with you with the tentacle. Uh, that's part of the, that group. And um, yeah, other than that, we should have you pretty much docked within an hour. Thank you very much, Mrs. Blackthorn. So she uh, goes ahead and brings you in. Ship has absolutely no problem. She knows the waters like the back of her hand. She's a very good pilot. Um, she gets done. They She pulls up, calls for the sheets to be dropped, gets you up to dock. You're able to actually, this ship is small enough where it can actually make a, a dock itself. It doesn't have to, you know, be taxied the goods in and out. And Liang Wei is lowered, and she starts to uh, get ready to disembark. Alyssa, no tip, no money for the pilot. No. I will give. I, I will tip um, the generic amount, like not too low, not too high. Just okay. And what is that amount? <laughs> Couple 15, gold. Fifteen gilders, no. maybe. <laughs> we only have seventy-five gold. I thought until you start selling your goods or doing other things. Okay, yes. so she gets like one. She, okay. I was thinking um, five. Three's good. Yeah. Five. We'll, we'll oh. do, I'll, I'll give her three. And I thank okay. her again for bringing us safely to shore. She hands one to Weeshite. 
Oh, we shake. It's a gilder. <laughs> and he's so excited. He says, if you ever need anyone down at the maze or you're looking for someone in particular, just ask around and say, I'm looking for Weeshite. I absolutely will, young man. Goodbye. Thank Goodbye, you, Weeshite. What a guy. He uh, anyone makes his way down. Did anyone else realize that his name was Wee Pooped? Did thank anybody you. else get that? Annika, thank you, Annika. I thank you so I appreciate kindly. That. And we as in the, the group? No, I, I think it was a collective we, maybe. I don't I don't um, I think it no, was we as in it. little. More than anything, I appreciate you not saying anything until they were off the boat. I'm not crass. I'm just blunt. No, but you're blunt, so <laughs> I'm not crass. Those pants are not to be touched <laughs> for five hours. You're direct. And that is I'm direct. It's it's a skill. It's a trait. Not always a great one, but it's there. So sure enough, the first one who comes on board is uh, Carlos Peldiger. And uh, he's, you know, he stands at the bottom of the gangway and he's like, permission to come aboard, please. My name is Carlos and I'm with the Finn. Absolutely, Mr. Peldiger, please come aboard. So he comes aboard. He's Castile, uh, or at least part Castilian. Uh, he says, so is this by the registry I am looking at? This appears to be the first time. That the Seraphim has docked in Labuca, yes? Correct, sir. Excellent. And you are the Capitan? Correct. And what is your name, sir? Gregor O'Smythe. O'Smith. Okay. Smythe, with a Y. O'Smith with a Y. Got it. Smith with a Y. Okay. Um, Writes out Smith with a Y. Exactly. Um, (laughs) He says, and Captain, how long will you be staying here in Labuca. Uh, hopefully just for a day, sir. Uh, a day. Needing to resupply. Uh, well, not resupply. We need to sell some supplies. Well, as a, as a gift from uh, Adelaine and myself, uh, welcome to Labuca. They, uh, he claps his hands and they bring up a fresh cask of water, one big 50-gallon barrel of water, and an entire tray of salted pork. He says the tradition of Labuca is that as... This island was once an island of prisoners. We gave succor to anyone who came, and we continue this tradition. It is Adelaide's wish to continue it. So please, feel free to use this meat and this water in any way to sustain yourselves and give yourself succor if you choose not to come into the town itself. You are sitting outside of the uh, Sunrise Haven. Uh, We have merchant stalls. You have goods, obviously, to trade. So what kind of items do you have in the hold? Do you have a quartermaster I can speak with? Absolutely, sir. Uh, Elisa, are you nearby? Oh, of course. Are you? Okay. I call Elisa over, and this is Carlos Pelletier from the Finn. Needs to speak with you. Ah, yes. A pleasure to meet you, sir. Uh, my name is Elisa. Senorita. My name is Elisa Thomas. I am the quartermaster on the ship. I bid Carlos adieu and go to oversee the um, de shipping of the disembarking of the supplies. Okay, so. This is the way this kind of, that Labuka sort of works. And I want to get to the other people onto, onto the dock and stuff and everything else. If you're carrying anything that Labuka needs, Labuka pays you the, the, a fair market value for those items. It doesn't ask, it takes it. So if Labuka is short of gunpowder, Labuka will take some gunpowder. It won't leave you without any, but it must maintain itself because it's an independent island nation. 
and it has no choice but to operate under itself being its self-preservation. So, but you get paid. You will never walk away without getting money so that you can resupply somewhere else or at yeah. least, um, uh, yeah. So from your hold, they don't need water and they don't need food. Shot, they need. They don't need gunpowder, but they do need cannonballs. Metal is rare. They need them and it's it's a big commodity for them. So we're not counting every cannonball on the ship. We're just going to say that they do pay you. So Mel, your supply money for the boat goes from 72 because you paid the the pilot. Mm -hmm. Take it up to 200. Wonderful. They take some cloth and they take an amount of shot. All right. Uh, Is it a scary amount? It's an amount. I mean, you can still defend yourselves. But if you were in a two-day action, you'd be hard-pressed to find steel, okay. find iron. Right. I make a mental note that where we stop next, that's our top priority to get more of. Okay. The other, So the other guy comes aboard uh, eventually, and he starts talking. And you're not setting up any stalls. You're only going to be here for 24 hours. Not a problem. He gives you a couple of places not that you know he really feels you should stay away from. And he tells you some places where you where you'd be safe to go. If you need, if you're looking for entertainment on the island, there is um, a few places that he can recommend. He talks about on the South Island, Jenny's Jungle. It is, uh, it is the wildest place on the island, but it is also very dangerous. We do not patrol it. The City Watch does not go anywhere near it. Mm-hmm. It is basically, it's like the, what, there's a, uh, a park in, fr- in Paris, the Baudivaux. I believe is something similar to that that you say. And it's where every drug addict, prostitute, John all go together. Uh, You know, it's, it's, if you're one of them, you can survive it. But if you're not, you're probably going to get pickpocketed or killed. So on the part of the Island where you are, Le Gois Vert is the name of the one casino and um, establishment for drinking. That's very fine. The free balconies is the best inn on the Island. Uh, it's, it's magnificent. It's got this long bridge that gets to, to it and it's got great breezes and plenty of entertainment there. And he also tells you that if you're looking for something a little bit more down to earth entertainment wise and where the locals go, you'd have to make your way to the Southern part of the Island or the South Island. And you'd have to go to the yellow fin. Those are the three places. Okay. That are really. You don't tell them you're looking for somebody, I'm sure yet, but that's kind of the the air you get. Okay, wonderful. Um, I thank him for his help and for his suggestions. All right, gang. So how do we want to do this? It's time for the players to start making their decisions and tell me what they want to do. Who's going where? Who wants to find what? Yeah, your doctor in. You're checked in. The tentacle, or is that? That's all. He was here. He that's who was just talking. He tells he was the one who told you the three places you can go. Yep. Sorry. No, no, no worries. Um, I basically let everybody know that, uh, we're on shore leave until the 10th bell tomorrow morning. Excellent. That gives the carpenters time to fix everything. No problem. And to the crew, I, how do we want, what do we want to do? I mean, obviously there's nothing to actually look for. There is no LaBeouf or LaPoof. Well, that's the rumors. Yeah, normally an, to an Avalonian sailor, a Labouf is, you know, Jacques Labouf is a fictitious pirate. 
But the captain of the Pelican isn't. And he's also got a concussion and is going crazy from sunstroke. But he may not have a lot of friends here. He may have people who may want to help you unseat him Ah. or... I don't want to start a a mutiny of of blackguards. You were about to shoot him with a sniper. What are you talking about? I wasn't about to shoot him. We walk into a tavern. I wanted to make him think we were going to shoot him. I wanted Yazabel to shoot him. (laughs) Yeah, don't use me for your nefarious deeds. Why? That's what you're here for. Shut up. Sort of true. Sort of true. Anyway, so, proposed plan. We walk into a tavern, we buy a couple drinks, we make nice, we look all present, and we start saying loudly, did you hear about that crazy captain on the pelican? Thinks he's chasing a French phantom. Huh. What a thunk. And then maybe somebody's got something against him, and we casually, you know, pepper into conversation. Annika, you also have contacts here. Yeah, they can help us ask. out. Annika, did you tell us that you had contacts, or is that personal information at the moment? I told you that basically Annika came up to you, patted you on the shoulder, which mm-hmm. is by her waist, and she goes, Captain, the Vendengil- the Vendel Guild is present in this island, and if we want to, we can speak with them and ask for friends. Why don't we do that first, since we have somebody with a contact, and you see if... You don't like my plan. You don't it's not like that I, I don't like a mutiny plan, no. I don't want to mutiny the man. I don't want him or, his, or the lives of his crew at risk. We don't know that that's what would happen, but fine. We go and speak with the Vestin friends. Okay, so who's going and who's staying and who's going elsewhere? Uh, I suppose whoever is going with Annika is up to Annika. I will... I tell... I basically look at everybody and go, they don't... uh, They're not as chatty as me. Oh, God. That can happen? So you will definitely need my assistance. So, actually, you might stay here. What? Well, you... You worship the one man in the sky. Yes, Theus, the creator. We don't see it that way, and it might be off-putting. By the prophet, if he goes, I have to come. I must go in first. Uh, That is fair. I will even place my holy amulet between my... Also, like, if if that would make you feel better. All right, Elisa, would you prefer to come along, or do you feel safe conducting business on your own? No, I will. I will join you all. It doesn't really seem okay. smart to split off in a place like this. Besides, I've True. had dealings with some members of Vestin before. I might be able to help. All right. All right. On we go. So you, yeah, you make your way. The sun is shining. Uh, It's probably about, at this time of year, it's it's in the mid-60s. In the, uh, you know, on this island, it's it's warm, but not tropical warm yet because it's only early April. 
So, uh, and this this one never gets super, super hot like a Jamaica in any way. The Canary Islands aren't like that. But uh, you make your way off and immediately you're just met with, as you leave the dock area, the four of you are just met with sounds of hawkers and it's a, it's a burgeoning uh, center for goods and services. Tattoo artists, um, rum distillers, and you make your way around and... Annika, the the place that you're told after making some inquiries is that the uh, the layman's can be found either in La Grove Vert or in the Brown Hall. Now those are two separate spots. So right now it is it is low tide. Um, if you go to the Brown Hall, you can make it there. Otherwise, you're going to have to you can do it by land. Otherwise, you'll have to do the bridges, and the bridges are manned by the city watch and stuff. And some of them do require a toll. It's cheap. It's pennies. But just to let you know. Gotcha. I want to get there as quickly as possible. So to the thing. So do you want to go to the further one first, just in case? Or are you going to the closest one, hoping to find them? Closest one. Okay. So you're going to go to La Guavert. Okay. So you make your way into this. And it's a big building. Uh, this probably at one time was a barracks on the island for the prisoners uh, for the uh, the soldiers, the guards and stuff so it's a big st- structure that was well made uh, it's part you know mostly stone it's three tiers high and it and it's just bustling with people right now at this time of day in the mid- late afternoon because right now by the time you got in you sighted land at four it's probably about six o'clock so the sun is starting to go down a little bit torches are being lit uh, children are running all over the place you keep hearing the words la madre, la madre, la madre, mother, mother. And, you know, the, all the children running past are carrying things, little bundles, notes, coconuts, whatever they find. There's all this stuff. And there is a lot of children. Like if it starts to catch your attention, like there may be more kids here than anything else. Like what the hell are all these kids doing here? But um, at this time of day and we're on the islands, you know, there are a lot of children. You do make it to the uh, the building, though. You go inside, and it is on the ground floor. It is nothing but drinking and just revels. Food is being served. Uh, pigs, are, you know, a pig is on the spit. It's being cut right off, uh, you know, right there. The fat's in the, you know, being cooked. To, bread is being soaked into the fat, served with the with the pork, all that yummy, healthy stuff that they do back then. Ale is flowing. Rum is flowing. Uh, and the bartender is there, and, you know, Welcome, welcome, welcome. Step right in, step right in. Uh, new faces are always great in some place like this, and it's nice to see ya. What can I get for you for? I show him my Vendel Guild, like, seal or amulet or whatever it is that I have, and I go, I'm looking for Ui and Greta, the siblings. Oh, they'll be playing cards upstairs, they would. Uh, not, don't can't miss them. Top of the stairs, little shorter than you. Thank you. And like, what's a half gilder? <laughs> Whatever. I, I give you him, tip him. I give. I give him like a little coin, saying, "Thanks for the info." What about drinks? You're not carrying a drink with you. You're just walking around. I was going to say, I'll take some of the ship's yeah. money, and I'll just order the four of us just an ale, so that we okay. all have something to kind of hold with us. So we don't look yeah. out of place. And if a bar fight breaks out, we can splash and hit. So you make your way up the stairs. 
you do look around, you do see them. They're playing, uh, they're playing a version of Sweet Jenny in Labuka. There's just one or two little special rules, but other than that, you know, they're having a good time. Kayla, you do recognize them right away. I mean, they have the look of people from Veston, and uh, you wait in between hands, I guess, and make your approach whenever you're ready. Um, I'm good to go right now. After I down the whole flag and avail in like three gulps, I guess I go up okay. and say hi. Okay. So Greta's the one who speaks. She looks up and she's like, oh, far from home. Yeah. So are you? No. My home's around the corner. But you look far from home. Sit. I take the seat. Okay. There was none. She knocked someone out of it. Uh, she tips <laughs> someone on his ass. He's half drunk. He looks up and goes, but I thought we were doing something fun later. She's like, yeah, me not kicking you in the face. Now move. You sit down. No problem. So she's like, Greta Lehman, my brother, Uwe. All right. Annika Finley. Finley. Hmm. Yeah. Don't know it. But Annika is a strong name. Good name. What brings you to Labuka? We're actually, it would be better if you spoke to my captain about it. I point to Gregor and the group of people behind me. Okay. Everybody makes their way over, I guess. So she says, Captain, you have one of our people on board. So obviously there must be something about you. What is it you need? You come here looking for help with something? We are trying to get a crew member from a ship. The ship's captain is looking for... Uh, I'm sorry, what, Labouf? Jacques, Jacques Le Petit Buffet. He's chasing Jacques Le Petit Buffet. And... <laughs> he uh, Exactly. <laughs> Apparently, it's very funny. I just discovered this euphemism myself. So, what we're the reason we are here? She, she blows you a kiss. Me? Yeah. Oh, I blow <laughs> one right back. It's a euphemism thing. She's like, wow. Yeah. The reason we're Why here not? is to see if you have heard anybody actually going by that name. I think the man's on a wild goose chase, but we promised to try and find information for him and we're making good on that so this captain of yours sitting off the north shore in a ship of the line perhaps correct the pelican i assume you already knew <laughs> it's a big ship we heard yeah it's it's a little hard to miss take it personally so you want to take his gunner the gunner knows you not yet you want to steal a gunner? Well, Kidnap. We've, well, we've made a deal with him that he will deliver the gunner to us when we help him catch Labouf, which is the problem. Buffet, Captain. Buffet, excuse me. I apologize. Thank you, Annika. Um, we you don't have so... the time to chase somebody non-existent with this man for weeks on end. He has already been on multiple weeks of pursuit and he swears up and down that he saw a ship. Oh, I'm sure he saw a ship, but not Buffet's ship. <laughs> My point exactly. <laughs> so what is it you want from us? Um, 
I've never, I mean, can't you get this man somehow to have shore leave or come on board and just he whisk him away? He won't, uh, well, the captain won't leave the ship and he won't let anybody else leave the ship from what I understand He's... until he finds the buffet. <clears throat> so again, we're here hoping, just seeing if you had had any knowledge of somebody going by the name. He was coming to Labuka in pursuit of the buffet in the first place. Or well, a Montaigne sailor ship. Any a Montaigne vessel we can set him yes. on the course of, yeah. That is the proper uh, nautical term. Vessel. Well, well, I mean, we could do that. There are several Montaigne, let's just say... Gentlemen of Fortune, currently harbored at Sunset Haven. Um, but it might be their death should anything happen and your ship of the line catch them. These people and men would be, and women would be, pounded into dust. <laughs> they, they would they would sink them. This captain is that aggressive. I would be, you know, not so sure it's a good idea to set loose on someone like that. Do you have a ship that can easily outrun the pelican and i say you i don't know you don't have a ship are there any montane vessels that could easily outrun him probably uh, but what are you offering for them to go on the goose chase annika what is it you want well let's speak over here. And they leave the uh, the gambling table, and she makes her way into a dark corner and brings a pitcher of ale and pours everybody in, you know, fills up their flagons and sits down. And she says, uh, cannons. Guns. You need cannons? Yes, of course. We need cannons. I have an idea. Okay. I have an idea. Speak up. We convince Captain Scrambled that he is far too slow to travel with all of his cannon. We convince him to allow him to rent some building, a warehouse, a place to put them on La Buca. We offer to pay the fee air quotes, the fee for said booth for him is a gesture of goodwill. And then we take the cannons. You on your ship are already able to take four more, four and four more aft. Your ship, your cannons are midships. So you're allowed eight per side total. It, weigh, un, weighing him eight out of his 36 cannon would definitely make some difference. He might buy that. How many if you cannons? say, listen, on he's him, he's 36. 36. No, how many cannons is the... Um... That was my next question for yeah. how yep. many cannons for you. I don't know. Eight. I'll give you five. You have five cannons now? Excuse me? I will get you five. But seven and eight, too suspicious to move all at once. You know this. Also takes lots of bodies. 
I lean, I lean into, uh, I lean into Annika and I go, you are talking about taking from the other ship, right? Because I don't believe that I put my quartermaster seal on this trade. It's coming from our ship. It, I'm not saying it's our cannons. I'm just saying I'll get them five cannons now. Gosh. As, as you were. <laughs> oh my god! We've had our first shushing! <laughs> <laughs> and it, we've had our, and we had our first great shushing. And it wasn't and me. Mel was, Mel was still involved, but she was on the <laughs> receipt. A Bardic College tradition lives on. The great shushing. I passed my crown on to the next shushing champion. <laughs> Happy to take it. Happy to give it. Good God, that was an uh, that was an ugly shushing. We will five. It's an odd number. Not good. Six, six. We will do. We can get a montane ship to fly the colors of a pirate. As a matter of fact, we will even come up with some sort of flag that makes him definitely think he is on the trail of buffet. Perfect. If you can get if you can get me six cannon. We'll get you six cannons. You find the ship. I give my captain a look like I'm in the middle of a haggling situation. But you know what? This is your call. It's this very complex, stern face. No, this is this is where your strength is. His his, his command, unless you're taking his cannons from the Seraphim, and nobody knows the quartermaster and captain. This they're not here to discuss this. I mean, they're they're here to to witness it, but you're really the the one. If you think you can get them lower, you go right ahead. Absolutely. I would like to use my light. Oh, wait, can I convince them to keep it at five? But I want to use my advantages, which allows me to use convince or intimidate or tempt. All dice gain plus one if I use this ability during. The- so let yep. Let me tell you what you're dealing with. You're dealing with her needing. Or thinking she needs six cannons and her brother whispering in her ear. So if you can get me three successes. Okay. Does anybody want to burn a hero? How many dice will that be for you? That's five and all my dice game plus one. Oh, okay. So do you think you can make it on your own or do you want to ask, you want to burn a hero point for one extra die or does somebody want to give her one for three extra die? It's the end of the night. So you'll probably get, you'll get one back. I mean, I'm trying to make this deal go faster so i'll burn mine okay so now kayla at, take your five dice and add three more oh oh wow okay so that's eight dice the captain burned his hero point yeah but again the start of every every two sessions we're going to get one back and you're grouping tens you got it she says okay five cannon no chasers no swivel guns Five cannon, I get you a friendship when you need it to be ready to sail. We're trying to leave by 10th bell tomorrow. Hopefully that still stands. Depends on how long it takes us to get the cannons. But at least till tomorrow. Fine. There is a young boy here. His name is Weeshite. We know him. Everybody does. I will send him to your ship. When you are ready for the French vessel to disembark, tell Weeshite that he will get a message down to the captain who will disembark. I'll have him at the, the the entrance to Sutter's Bay ready to go. He's only going to go out for a few days and give him chase. He'll keep him on his horizon. 
and then veer back to Labuka. Might I make a suggestion in that have him veer off away from Labuka so that he doesn't try and chase them back? Nah, this ship is going to be so fast he'll never keep up. Okay. Outstanding. And the money I'm going to have to pay the captain just to disembark for a few days, it's... I don't want him staying out longer than necessary. But five cannon delivered to this address. She writes it down. You get the cannon off your the other ship. You get them to me. That means coming back into port. So I can just mm-hmm. unload them. Once that happens, I send the French ship out. Okay. Thank you very much. All right. And that's where her, we'll cut it for tonight. I give her a small courtly bow and yep. I guess we go off. All right. So we're, we know our plan. Next time we get together, we're going to go take a dinghy out to the Pelican, convince the captain that you need to transport five ships or, or five cannon or more, all eight maybe, you guys decide, uh, onto the Seraphim to lo- lighten his load and to make you a more efficient hunting ship. And then together you'll go after La Petite Buffet, and we will try to get Ezra off that ship before everybody disembarks, and this becomes a fiasco. Great job, everybody. That's a good way to start this. Um, Thank you. Big fight's coming. I can tell you that. It's going to be fun, especially when you start dealing with the pirates and stuff that are here on Labuka. But um, the next 24 hours in the game should be a lot of fun. Uh, from all of us here at the Bardic College, thank you so much for listening to our first two episodes. Uh, we will be back next week with another one, and we'll see where the uh, Seraphim gets us next time. Good night, everybody. Fair seas. Thank you for listening to The Secrets of the Seraphim. We hope you enjoyed our show. If you would be interested in helping us continue to bring these adventures to you, please join our Patreon at patreon.com slash thebardiccollege to gain access to our solo adventures, interviews with the writer and casts, and advanced news about our appearances at conventions. You can also follow us on Facebook at the Bardic College page. Until next time, may all your days be filled with fair weather and calm seas.